Hey everybody, this is Cody. And Sean. This is the place to hear about the paranormal, the supernatural, and, and everything, everything in between. Hey, what's up guys? It's Cody and Sean here with The New Reality. How's everybody doing? Oh my God, it's October and everything is scary. Not really. Oh God, you're so scared of everything. <laughs> I you am know? like my shadow. I don't what even I, know why you're in paranormal investigating. You know, I think what, I, what I'm scared of is the shadow figures. I think, didn't we see one last night? We just saw one last night and got a picture of it. If you haven't seen it, go to our Instagram at the underscore new reality, the underscore new underscore reality 11. Guess and uh, that has all kinds of crazy stuff on there. Right? All grinds. And you know, that's, you know, he's, so why I'm stepping all over my words and him as well. Uh, we've had only three hours of sleep. Yeah, that has a lot to do with it. Plus, you know, these uh, energy drinks aren't helping anybody. Jeez, well, they are helping me get through this right now. Yeah, yeah, like we're dragging out. There's trenches. And, and uh, our, we have a friend here that you can't see yet, but it's the same thing. Um, yeah, so beautiful time last night. We'll have to talk about that, but what an amazing month. You know, I was talk, we were talking about it early this month about, oh, October, and it's just, you know, it's this commercial thing. And I like October. <laughs> no, it's fun. It's I, you know, the veil is thinning definitely during this month. Um, if you're ever into paranormal investigating or trying to get into it, now's the time, right? Holy cow, yeah. I mean, I was, like, really, really surprised about last night. I'm, I'm excited to really just talk about that. It's wonderful. But, hey, before we do that, let's bring in our guest, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. Right on. All right, everybody. Uh, we are on with Amanda. She's with Pretty F and Spooky on uh, Instagram. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey guys, what's going on? Yo yo yo, I'm Amanda. What's going on? <laughs> so Amanda, um, so Sean and I wanted to bring you on here and just kind of talk to you about your paranormal experiences. What got you into the paranormal, and you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we can start with the with the main question is, yeah, what got you into the paranormal, or what got you to where you're at today? Um, so what got me interested in the paranormal definitely began with um, my first paranormal experience when I was seven years old. Um, and then I experienced paranormal experiences throughout my entire life uh, and got into investigating about 10 years ago. Ooh, ooh I, want, I want to backpedal. I want to go with that first experience when you were seven years old. Let's talk about that. What okay. Um, so back <laughs> when I was seven years old. <laughs> You knew that was going to happen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Um, Back when I was seven years old, I moved into a duplex with my family um, that I would later call the haunted duplex that I lived in. Um, The first bedroom that I was staying in there, I started seeing my dolls and my uh, stuffed bears moving at night. Um, They would like move to watch me while I slept um, or was trying to sleep. And, um, and then you know, that happened for a while. And then later on, as I was coloring on the floor one night uh, with my back to the rest of my room, there was this old glass vase on top of a wooden dresser that moved from one side of the dresser all the way to the other side. Um, oh. And then after that, I made my mom switch me rooms because I was terrified. <laughs> I'll say, would that scare you just a tad? Or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was really scared. I definitely wow. wasn't a, the paranormal investigator at seven years old that I am now. But um yeah. Yeah, so at the whole time that I lived in that place, I had experiences, um, and then it just followed me all throughout life. Well, what, what did you think it was that was inside that house, which I honestly believe that you brought to you because of your abilities, but go ahead. Uh, what, what, what do you think it was? 
Sure. Uh, what do I think it was now or what did I think it was then? Because that has definitely Both. changed. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, so back then, um, you know, when I was that young, I didn't really have any uh, like predisposition to thinking that the place should be haunted. I don't really recall like watching any scary shows or movies or anything like that. Um, so when it started happening, I remember actually the first time I stepped into that house, um, I saw the, this crawl space, like attic entrance. And I also saw a penny on a windowsill random. I don't think that had anything to do with anything, but I remember thinking to myself, Hmm, this place is kind of creepy or this place makes me feel weird. I feel like there's something else here. Um, so then when things started happening, I just, I, I don't know. I had like some kind of, um, knowing that it was something that was there, but wasn't really there. Um, I definitely didn't really understand it though until I was older. Uh, now I, I agree with you though. I think that maybe it was something that I had brought, um, forth just because of my sensitivity. I don't know. Um, I don't know if that place was haunted by anybody else that lived there afterwards, but so I'd I love do, to I find do, out. I do want to ask you um, now, are you as far as accepting of that, that, uh, that sensitivity or are you still more of a, what do you call it? Not, not a, acknowledging like, it right like a science are you more of a scientific approach or do you kind of just go hand in hand yeah um that's an interesting question because i definitely used to i'm definitely really accepting of that sensitivity and i have been for quite a while now um it's definitely a part of my life and and i'm okay with it however within the last few years i've tried to take a more scientific approach um and i've tried to kind of re uh, adjust how I look at the experiences that I have and trying to understand them with uh, a more scientific minded approach. Nice. Well, I guess yeah. the follow-up question would be the religion thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That actually brings us into our next question. Uh, what, what would be your faith or do you have a faith or what would you, you know, what do you call to essentially? Um, so I grew up Christian, I actually grew up in a Baptist church, but I don't identify as Christian anymore. Um, Gosh, I don't know. I would I would say that I now practice like modern Wiccan probably, but I don't also don't uh, subscribe to calling myself that either. Um, I'm one of those people that that doesn't really want to. Um, label, I don't know. Label, label myself. Label. Yeah. Yeah. I it's don't what know. goes it's with the heart, right? What what feels yeah, good exactly. to you in your heart, right? Yeah. Well, that that's actually kind of what we are. I mean, we're not wicked at all, but uh, we basically take from every religion and kind of make it our own um just it's just whatever resonates with you really yeah um yeah, i like to tell people that i'm satanic just to you know scare the hell out yeah i looked into satanism um like earlier this year when that documentary hail satan came out and i was like you know maybe i'm into this and i was like yeah not really my thing to be honest <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. i like respect it and i feel like yeah. it's like that with any religion like i look oh, i right. love learning about different religions um and like you said like picking up bits and pieces from each one of them. I think a lot of religion has good things to offer, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't subscribe to any specific religion. Yeah. What, what resonates, right? What feels good? What feels right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you, you call it spirit. I, I, I dare to call it spiritualism at one point, but again, with the mediumship side of things, I, I do feel that divineness and, you know, it's really hard to label something like that. It's, you know, there's just a level of knowing that you're dealing with something that doesn't need a label. 
you know, mm-hmm. and that's what we do in a society. You know, you got to label everything and call it this and call it that. And yeah, hey, I, what do you feel? What feels I feel good? like we should just say we're Christian and just be batshit crazy to people, right? So, Amanda, how long have you been paranormal investigating? Um, I've been paranormal investigating for 10 years, I would say. Wow. I started, yeah, 10 years ago. Okay. Um, now, were you with a group by yourself? Are you with a group now? or? I was first with a group. Um, that's when I began. I, I began investigating with a group in Montana. Um, and it was a group of about, I think, like 10 or 12 individuals. Wow. Um, and I was in that group for a wow. few years. And then I moved to Washington. And now I'm uh, doing it by myself. It wasn't until this year, though, that I started um, like really marketing myself and trying to put myself out there for taking investigation requests. Okay, nice. right on. So, um, what is your most scariest situation you've ever been in? Like, what's scared to live in daylight? Tell you, if that happens. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so, I I get asked this question a lot, and um, I've really been like thinking about it lately and thinking about my answer because honestly, when I'm investigating, I don't want to say I'm not scared, but you know, the adrenaline kind of overcomes and it it, it makes me feel something different than being scared, I would say. So it's hard to reflect back on things that have happened investigating, but uh, the scariest times have come when I'm not expecting it, when I'm not looking for it. Um, So what comes to mind is my first uh, experience with sleep paralysis and um, some experiences that came following that. So sleep paralysis um now was that when you were younger or is that kind of where you're at right now or how long um so that actually started um maybe right around like 10 or 11 years ago um i think it actually started right before i i uh, joined the paranormal group that i was in um and it still happens to this day so so we we need to go into that because uh cody has sleep paralysis as well and i would love to hear what the similarities are with both of you guys. So, hey, can you go into that a little bit? Are you okay with that or? Oh yeah, I'm okay with that. Let's do it. Um, Yeah, it's been happening for so long. I'm I'm fine with it. But um, (laughs) so it began, uh, (laughs) it began in a very typical, like um, the the way that a lot of people experience it, which was, you know, um, I, I opened my eyes and I saw a tall black figure standing over the foot of my bed. I couldn't move. I felt like there was pressure on my chest. Um, and it just, the figure just stood there and watched me. And then I woke myself out of it and I kind of jumped out of bed and, and that was that. And then wow. it actually ended up, um, it ended up, uh, I, maybe evolving is the right word, um, into, uh, the black figure turning into people or, or rather people were visiting wow. me, but, but it was still, I was still in this like state of paralysis. So um, the only thing I know to call it is sleep paralysis. However, it's kind of evolved into um, including, you know, not as many of the the sleep paralysis symptoms as you're used to hearing, I guess. So, okay. I want to kind of dig into that. Um, when you say the, the black figure or whatever, the black shadow turned into people, what do you mean by that? Um, so I guess I should rephrase that. It's not like it, it shows up as a black figure and then like morphs into a real person. That would be crazy, but, um, that <laughs> would be, be cool. But, crazy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so cool. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, it used, basically it used to be, or it started as a black figure 
And then I began having experiences where I would open my eyes and there would be an actual person that I didn't know, um, or maybe two people or maybe a few people. Um, and it was like these different people that I, I didn't recognize and I didn't know were visiting me in my sleep, but my body was still paralyzed. So as if I was still, you know, yeah, still asleep. So your mediumship, right? So are you learning with your, uh, with your, your practices, if you will, on grounding and, and all those things? It seems really like you're all over the place. <laughs> but I mean, as far as grounding your energy, because yeah. I feel like a lot of those are coming to you just for direction. You're a medium, right? You know that. That's why you're looking in the paranormal. And that's why yeah. you keep seeing all these different entities. Right? Yeah, well, that's definitely something I've had to um, learn. I, it's new for me, I guess, accepting that or trying to guide it. Um, but, yeah, it, it's been happening long enough. I guess I accept it as mediumship. I'm, I'm yeah. learning to, uh, to control it or to control how I react to it, though. Within the last year, I've, I've, um, it hasn't been as negative as it, it once was. Yeah, because you've got more control already. When you accept it, it's more easier to control. Uh, sorry, yeah. it's just a familiar ground for me. So, yeah, you're, you're just going through it right now. Yeah. But, yeah, you're doing fine, right? Accepting it's the big part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sleep sleep paralysis is crazy. If anybody you know listening, it it pretty much sucks um, yeah. all around. But yeah, there is if you live with it long enough, there is ways to or ways to learn how to deal with it or learn how to control it. And there's also you know I've I've come right. to know recently there is ways to actually get yourself out of it kind of quickly. Um, yeah, but all around, story. it sucks. Yeah, my basically I, I've had different ones as well. Um, you know, I'm sure you have as as well, Amanda. But the most the most prominent ones are like a yeah like you said like a shadow like standing in the corner it coming closer and closer and closer um i've actually had some where i actually felt like i was lifted up and i was spinning wow and wow i didn't know what to do didn't know what to think um i was awake looking at this thing standing at my bed and i was spinning 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 wow, spinning wow. and i'm like what the hell is going this is actually just <laughs> recently. i was like what is going yeah. what do i do and um I think, what's that i i was gonna say that sounds like uh, astral projection to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and that's kind of what I figured too, cause I have done that before, but I kind of shut that part of me down because I was, I, I guess I was scared at the time. Well, I don't know. It was just, there was a lot going on. I think maybe that has something to do with it. Right. Yeah. So if you shut it down, maybe that's why you're having those, those issues. Absolutely. Right? It's kind of like, uh, yeah, you're, um, holding, holding back your, uh, opportunity. Right. Now, right. Right. But when that was happening, um, cause I, I, you know, Sean and I, we, we use, um, Archangel Michael is like our, our protector or our faith or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. So I brought him in and it ended instantly. Um, it was able to like fall. What my body stopped spinning yeah, and then yeah. the thing just kind of dissipated and I woke up. And what's, what's your, your protection as far as you said, Wick, is there, is there a ceremony that you do before you do your, your investigation? Um, I definitely, uh, like pray in a sense. I usually call to like spirit or the universe or whatever. Um, and then I have, you know, I'm a, a rock person. I have my crystals that I have. Um, I usually... I, I, I've mentioned that I uh, absolutely love crystals, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. I had to share that. What, uh, <laughs> just so people who, you know, aren't too familiar with crystals, what crystals do you use? Um, so for like protection, I guess like black obsidian or nice uh, tourmaline. Okay. Uh, I'm trying yeah. to recall all the names of them. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. God, I have a lot. <laughs> I've got one of those around my neck right now. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you know, you know, and anybody who's investigating definitely black tourmaline or black obsidian. Um, those are all yeah. great, great. Even, even selenite or, or amethyst is actually really good to carry with you during an investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, good for protection, good for grounding and good for all kinds so, of stuff. Really. I'm trying to figure out why, like when I walk into an investigation, I'm like two pounds heavier. Oh, that's all the girls. I <laughs> <laughs> this one and this one and this one. Oh, this one's good. Yeah, we're tired. <laughs> <laughs> So Amanda, I have to ask you, because Sean and I, we started doing this paranormal stuff, and our ultimate goal is to kind of help people understand the unknown, if you will. So why, what is your, I guess, why are you doing this? Um, so yeah, that's a good question for anyone in this field. Um, I feel like I have like a few different answers to this, but, uh, you know, part of it is because I want, um, to validate myself and my experiences as a young kid and to kind of find evidence that what I experience is um, really happening. Um, I also want to help people who are afraid of this because, you know, I consider it a gift to not be uh, afraid of the paranormal or the unknown. Um, So I'd like to help other people uh, kind of accept it. Um, And then also, I truly believe that, you know, the paranormal and investigating the paranormal is a lot more than just finding ghosts and, and, you know, the spooky stuff and, you know, what ghost hunters or ghost adventures says it is. It's it really if you find evidence to the paranormal. Did you you just say ghost adventures? (laughs) 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 These guys are awful. <laughs> I don't know. I love those shows. I love no, those shows. That, but no, like, it's good. It's just exaggerated, right? Yeah, no. And I, I feel like um, people like us, like people into this paranormal field, um, uh, other people think that we're just like adrenaline seekers, you know, just doing silly stuff, trying to find a good, good scare. But really, if we find evidence of the paranormal, it really opens up a door to so much more. We almost uh, find evidence of religion, evidence of, you know, our, why we're here, where we're going. There's so much more to it. And honestly, I'm surprised more people aren't chasing after this evidence because also so many people have experiences. If you just bring yeah. up to somebody that you're a paranormal investigator, so many people will open up with their own personal experience. And, and you know what I've come to find out too is the more when you talk to people and you tell them what you do or, you know, what you're, what you love doing or whatever, a lot of people they're scared or they're searching and they don't really know how to open up to that. Um, so it, it kind of, it kind of takes the paranormal investigator themselves to kind of step forward and say, you know what, you you know, you're, I believe in this shit. (laughs) You believe in it, obviously. So tell me about it. Well, it's really nice. We live in Southern California and I can say, Hey, I'm a medium. And most people look at me and think I'm a freak, but I'm just, I think society as, as we go along, cause I can remember 10 years ago where this was not accepting. No one was accepting it. Everybody, if you talk about it, you're out of your mind. But 10, 10 years later, look what's going on. Everybody's searching. And I think there is a shift. I think. Yeah, that people are absolutely. Uh, I think there's a huge awakening happening right now too. Sure. I mean, you can just tell from like social media and uh, how many more people are talking about uh, the metaphysical and the paranormal now than like you said 10 years ago it's crazy yeah the world's changing the world's changing yeah. everybody's you know the like religion structure is just not it's not fulfilling and yeah we're waking up that's a good that's a good way to put it yep for sure absolutely um 
So this is actually a good question because uh, we're curious. What is your favorite paranormal group? Now, don't, now don't say the new reality all at once. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> don't rush into that real quick. We, you know, we'll be flattered. But <laughs> My favorite paranormal group? Yeah. Mm, okay. Let's see here. I'm going to think about my answer for like two seconds because <laughs> she's going to say ghost adventures. <laughs> I want to go there. Uh, I do like ghost adventures. I know like that's controversial. I feel like no one likes them anymore. It's not cool to like them anymore. <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't know though. They, they're like, I grew up watching True, ghost yeah. adventures. You know what I mean? Actually more so I grew up watching ghost hunters. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, is that, is that an air uh, fist bump right there? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Ghost Hunters was like the OG like paranormal show that I watched growing up, and definitely what got me into it when I was when ten years ago, like in uh, two thousand nine. I don't know when was ten years ago. Um, two thousand nine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So maybe I'll say Ghost Hunters. Also, do you guys remember that show, the Paranormal State? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You remember absolutely. That? Yes, absolutely. Gosh, I liked them too. They were cool. Yeah, I, I watched them uh, for sure. Like I was interested all my life in all sort of, that sort of stuff. So what do you think? What do you think your favorite group is? I'm gonna have to say Dead Files because I like okay. Amy, Amy yeah. Allen. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. A good she one. she reminds me of a lot of my of myself. Um, I I don't think I can be anything close to her, but th there's definitely I feel like well, why are you putting down yourself? <laughs> well, you know, and I you know physical mediumship. <laughs> I think I'm almost there. But <laughs> right, right. But. Um, I think for me, I definitely love Ghost Hunters. I love Grant and, and Jason and all them. Um, but Sean and I just actually got a chance to meet Rick uh, Griffith from Ghost Hunters. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Did, um, a, did a radio show with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a super cool person. Um, but I think my favorite show is Ghost Hunters International. I don't know if anybody watched that or what. Oh, not. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He did some crazy places. And yeah, I, I would love to go there. The reality is going to be there one day. We're going to go. Paranormal investigations out there. <laughs> So, oh, okay, so cool. Um, now, what do you have any like upcoming paranormal places that you're going to, or any place that you want to go to, or whatnot? Besides the trip you're going on, of course, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Number one is uh, I'm going to New Orleans on Monday, nice. so I have a lot of places planned to go there. Um, that I'm I'm bringing a, a couple pieces of equipment with me, so I'm hoping to investigate as much as I can. They kind of. Uh, make you pay to investigate there though. so i'm gonna have Bastards. to try to figure that out yeah <laughs> right um and then i have Which an investigation planned here locally uh, at the end of the month um and then yeah i don't know i want i think i'm gonna go to massachusetts in april nice nice right on yeah so are you ever coming to california because if you do you you gotta come with us yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got a couple of places <laughs> This yeah, month is going well, actually. Yes, that's on the agenda as well. I actually have family in West Hollywood. Um, oh, so, perfect. Yeah, so I was actually just in um, L.A. not that long ago, but um, didn't know you guys then. And actually, you guys, <laughs> uh, I, I started following you guys. I remembered this uh, recently, but it was when we were both in Portland, if you remember. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, Great place. Uh, I think – yeah, I think it's funny because um, now, had I known we were both in Portland at the same time, I would have uh, 
totally <laughs> investigated with you guys, but right. at that time you were a weird internet stranger. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it was crazy about that, that investigation is we got called to that from a, a police officer pulled us over. So we weren't even supposed to be in Portland and we got uh, yeah, just kind of, just kind of happened. Synchronicities, if you will. Yeah, it was crazy. Yes. That, that investigation was really fun and we got a lot of uh, responses. It was a woman that was attached to the business. She had just passed with uh, breast cancer. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a good one. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so a couple more questions here. Um, I'm actually kind of curious because Sean and I, like I said, we want to talk to you about what happened last night because it's pretty intense. But uh, what do you think during an investigation was your, like what was your most prominent catch if you, if, if you remember that? Um, so my most prominent catch would probably have to be a video I got in the old Idaho State Penitentiary. Oh, I'm um, so jealous. Yeah, me too, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was actually just, um, there was like not very many people there and I was exploring uh, in the daytime, um, but I did have my video camera on me and I was like investigating on my own. Um, and I go into the solitary confinement area and I'm kind of like going from cell to cell saying, oh, this one gives me this vibe and this one's kind of creepy. And then I get to this one cell in particular um, which you can walk into. And I was like, oh, this one is really creepy. I don't know why, but this one's giving me the creeps. Um, it's freaking me out. And so I take my video camera and I like just kind of put my hand in there. Like I don't even walk into the cell and I pan my video camera over to the corner and it's a tiny cell just with an, um, like a skylight in the top. And, uh, I pan my video camera over and then that's that I leave. Um, I review the video later and I actually caught the outline of a tall, broad-shouldered man in negative effect because the cell was so wow. dark. Wow. Yeah. So um, that's the first and only time I've ever seen anything like that, like where it wasn't a shadow. It was like a, like a slight like negative effect of a, a definitely a, the shape of a man standing in the corner. Wow. So when you said you felt uncomfortable, what like – can you go into specifics on how did you feel? Because again, we're, 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 we're feelers, right? We go into a place and feel, you know, how do, what do you feel and how do you feel? Um, so the best way I can explain it, uh, if I have a, like a feeling that something is, is present is the feeling you get when you're really nervous to do something like maybe a performance. I, I used to be in piano actually like piano lessons and, uh, we'd have recitals and I'd get so, so nervous before recitals and my like heart would drop kind of, and give you that, uh, unexplainable, almost sick feeling. Um, and your heart right. would race. It's that, it's that feeling, that really wow. nervous feeling. No, I know what you feel. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, I'll, or I'll get the feeling when I go through a, a threshold and it'll feel heavy, like you're walking through mud. That's usually mm -hmm. a different feeling. It's something different, right? Yeah, definitely walking walking into some place that's not so nice. Um, you definitely feel a heaviness or like a some like a weight. Yeah. Like there's a weight on you. You know? Yeah, yeah weight. Like and sometimes, yeah, sometimes I get like hot on the back of my neck or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I tend to like disassociate a little bit, like where you kind of feel like you're watching it. Yep. Um, outside of yourself third person know. third person yeah 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 exactly now do you feel with your hands at all like do you feel energy with your hands um hmm she's all no that's not freaking weird not in particular but like i have definitely felt energy near my hands is i guess is what i'm thinking but i don't um use my hands necessarily do you okay 
Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. something that I, I learned um very quickly within the paranormal, right? You as well. Yeah, yeah. Um was yeah, de- definitely just going to stone. <laughs> that place that, that too. <laughs> no, but def- definitely going into a, a place or investigation and really using my hands to kind of get a baseline of the place. And then mm. um, it, it's really it's really cool how Sean and I work because I'll go in and I'll I'll feel it, and then Sean will go in and he'll see it, and we'll kind of just coincide with each other, yeah. and wow. we're able to kind of pinpoint what's going on, you know. Yeah, and it's really nice because if he says, "Hey, I feel this over there," and then I'm able to go in and and start going in specific set of validates each other and then we try to do the equipment right and if we get take k2 hits and things like that then it's more validation so yeah it's great if we do it often you'll have definitely do that and then put our equipment there and next thing you know nice yeah, yeah. so what kind of equipment do you use i was going to ask uh, like what's your favorite uh paranormal equipment um well i have a very humble kit i just have one um briefcase like uh, a kit that i take with me um i love the mel meter which is kind of a basic answer but i think uh i think it's valuable in the sense that it reads the temperature at the same time as the mf um yeah i i uh i actually had a rem pod for a second um and i returned it uh (laughs) <laughs> but I I kind of like that. Um, I like the idea of that, but I don't, I don't know. I, I guess you didn't ask me what my least favorite equipment was. I don't know why I'm going on about <laughs> No, that's okay. That works. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go but, ahead. Are you talking about yeah, paranormal uh, equipment? We love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the idea of something similar to a REM pod in that it catches like um, the nearness of, of something or someone, um, but I, I didn't think that the REM pod was necessary for myself i mean i'm a one woman show right now so sure. yeah just a millimeter and a you know digital recorder is like solid but i have and, a few more things than that and that's, yeah and that's honestly really all you need sean and i yeah. started with a, a really basic video camera recorder and a k2 meter that's it mm-hmm. and sometimes yeah. it's a pain in the ass because now we got cameras and oh, try to carry them just, and then we gotta set them it's up. just too much <laughs> but i mean <laughs> well, I, it's, what go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say it's hard because it, you know, um, there's all this new technology and you, you get in your head and you're like, I want it all. Like I want to <laughs> catch any possible thing that could go my, you know, like if something's going to pass by, you want to make sure that you get that. You got it covered. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. On the every candy store. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it doesn't help that they're just so damn expensive too. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's nice to have some of that stuff when we're inside the build- buildings, but like last night we were outside and it was kind of, we had all kinds of different people. It's too much. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to keep it, you know, simple. We did have a lot of yeah. personal experiences, but it was like, you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to hear it. I want to hear about your personal experiences last night. Oh, so I think, I think the first, so we didn't really catch much at first. We were kind of just, it was pretty cold and we were just kind of doing our own thing, walking around with the recorders out, doing EVP sessions. I did catch a couple like footsteps and uh, I actually heard a a really faint woman moaning. Um, And I caught, I I actually heard that. Yeah. I went over that today. Right. Oh, so, so you got that too then? Uh, Yeah, I did. I, it was really drawn out, but I, I I think we would have got a better, I I didn't listen to the recorder. It was the 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 camera. camera. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we were just doing that. Um, it was about just entering witch hour, witching hour. Um, yeah. and we heard this really super high pitched, loud woman scream, like she was falling off the bridge. Um, and everybody there crazy. heard it. There was like six of us. We all turned around and we're like, "Let's go! Yeah. Let's go up there!" 
Yeah, it was funny. We heard it. We ran. Like, you guys are, wait for me. I'm trying to grab something. <laughs> but we heard it, um, Nick and myself, we heard it when we were up in that wire. You didn't hear it. And uh, Jennifer didn't hear it. Right. Uh, myself and Nick both heard a scream. It was, lot, it was much lighter, but um, earlier that, that uh, evening. Yeah. So are you familiar with the Suicide Bridge at all, or have you heard anything about it? I think I've heard a little bit about it, but I want to I want to so, hear more. So just just a little little brief history. It was built in the early 1900s, and then they have over like 50. I think no, he said 75, right? Last night. Well, 50 uh, during the depression. Yeah, 50 recorded suicides during the depression of just people jumping off. Um, and then you know, past the depression, there was obviously more. Um, there's one story where a young mother uh, attempted to kill her baby, threw it over, threw the baby over the ledge or over the bridge and then the baby fell on the trees and then ended up on the floor, but lived. And then shortly after the mom, I, I, she was crazy, I guess. I don't know. And then jumped over the bridge and she actually died. Um, and they've caught video. Uh, right. Uh, just recently, uh, uh, they said a woman that had committed suicide a week before there were some guys on uh, motorcycles and they had uh, GoPro on their helmet as they were going around the turn, there was this full body aberration going, getting ready to go over the fence. And it was like perfect see-through and everything. So it was pretty interesting. Wow. Um, so, yeah. And, and again, that was just, there's more than just 50. It was 50 in the depression. So you, right. like you said 75 plus. There's uh, quite a bit. Um, Sean and I definitely felt a lot of despair there. Um, a lot of heaviness. Um, it, pretty much everywhere you went was pretty heavy. Um, but the, I think the, crazy, the craziest thing that we heard was we were all just chilling, not even investigating, just kind of bullshitting. And we hear this really loud rumble, like an earthquake almost. From the yeah, bridge. From, from the bridge, rumbling. And then we hear like a boom, right? like a boom, and then something falling down the tree. Like, like do, 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 do. a big, heavy <laughs> thing falling down the tree. We're all looking at wait for something to drop at the bottom and nothing drops. Yeah, it was the weird most thing. I. I and we had the what, what was um what's her name that was with us? She she's on uh, she was on Ghost Lab and she's start, you know, uh, like Katie Burr. Yeah, she yeah. was with us. Totally, we were all like everybody there. It was experienced paranormal investigators, and we all were like, "What the hell was that?" And, yeah, we. <laughs> I, I'm com I'm confident Crazy. saying it was a, a residual, not yeah, residual. Absolutely. Well, residual, but um, it was a. a spirit reenacting their death yeah yeah a, a loop if you will just yeah happens yeah because there, there was uh, i do think there is dark there we kept seeing all kinds of shadows and as you saw on our instagram there is shadows um we were seeing that all night long like in weird areas we we're making we were feeling sick yeah um, we were feeling we were smelling perfume we were smelling cologne wow. as well in that area yeah, all in all, it was a great place to investigate. I highly, highly recommend anybody in this area going, or if you come to visit, definitely go there. It's wonderful. Yeah, be safe because uh, there's some people that hang out that aren't probably the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so don't go there by yourself. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, do you have a, a special location that you've been um, that you want to tell anybody about, like a cool story? A cool story of a, of a location I've been at? Yeah. yeah, like a local location. Oh, local. Um, so, well, I'm in Spokane, Washington. Are you guys familiar with Spokane at all? Absolutely. Yeah, we were at, uh, what was it, uh, Trout Lake. or Yeah, Trout Lake in uh, Washington. Yeah, we recently. were by Trout Lake. And then I've, I've spent quite a time in Seattle before. Um, but I've drove through Spokane and everything. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with it. Nice. Um, well, yeah, Spokane is like a mid-sized city. Um, we have a... 
our history goes back about to like the late 1800s, so not super old. Um, but someplace that I love in Spokane is a cemetery called Greenwood Memorial Terrace. Um, I post a lot about it on my Instagram. I'm often there. Um, but it, it's like a three-tiered, very large um, cemetery with uh, graves ranging from, you know, the mid-1800s until present day. Um, but I, uh, I have experienced some things um, near the edge of the cemetery where there used to be a train tunnel, um, a train, yeah, a train, um, yeah, like a, a train used to run through there at one point, even when it was a cemetery. Um, and then it was closed off, I think, back in the 70s. And, um, and there were supposedly some people who had died over there. So uh, I've smelt um, different like perfumes and things over there um, and, and just get a really, really eerie feeling in that cemetery. So that's definitely a favorite for me in Spokane. How about EVPs? Have you, what's your best EVP class? A perfect clear EVP. Oh my gosh. And, um, I know you've got a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I've gathered some, some EVPs recently, but, uh, some of the best EVPs that I gathered, uh, were back, um, this investigation I did in Montana, um, at a funeral home. It was like a, this old, house uh in Joliet Montana it's like a nowhere town um and it used to be like a house and then a funeral home and then a church or something weird like that um and I remember um the EVP I'm trying to remember this it's been a while but um anyway we were in the basement and the basement was just like all um rock and we had been having these crazy um responses on the k2 meter and we had an EVP that was class a and it said my um, group member's name actually wow. which was bizarre um i'm just having a hard time remembering his name now <laughs> <Poor guy. laughs> no worries no worries <laughs> raul um, melendez <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know but um yeah you know i i don't get a lot of class a evps all that often um which I think is interesting. I have a great digital recorder, but I haven't gotten any good ones recently. What's the best one that you guys have gotten? Oh man. I've got a handful. Huh? Um, uh, I think th there's been a bunch, um, I can go on and on, but I think the most recent what was the, the most recent was probably George air force base. Uh -huh. Um, we were inside there. This is an abandoned air force base, um, abandoned hospital and we're inside there. And uh, what is it? She said, um, I hate it here. Yeah, I hate it here. Um, <laughs> really, really, really clear. And uh, we didn't even hear we didn't hear it at all until we came back and started recording or uh, reviewing evidence. And, and it was like that. right up to the mic. It was like I hate it here. We're like, wow, perfect. <laughs> um, that, there's that one, and then there's one. There's a place called Fort MacArthur, Fort MacArthur, which yeah, is kind of in the great. Long Beach area. Um, that place is freaking wonderful. It's like an old military base, and um, we were it was during the day it was before we went inside or anything and we were up top chilling it was uh me and sean and a couple other investigators and we were we were just doing a little evp session i had my earphones on um and i was listening in real time um with the evp or whatever or with the recorder and one of our partners asked a question and then you hear a little girl say what did you want me to do it's everybody clear. stopped and they're all who's that and you could hear it <laughs> and they caught it it was like all like 
what do you do? I'm do? It was like this, all this electronical. Like, Can you do that again? No, I can't. No. <laughs> myself enough. <laughs> no, yeah, de right. definitely <laughs> super bizarre. Um, but I think EVPs, I, lo I love capturing yeah. EVPs. They're wonderful. What, what about the yeah. one in uh, Jerome, uh, the one that was in the cemetery? It said, um, what did it say? It's on our Instagram, the first one. Um, help me. With the lady in black? No, no, no. it was, uh, yeah, we, I got up and then we were sitting in those. It was help me, yeah, but it was yeah. elongated. It was like a whisper. It was like, help me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that was in Jerome, um, in one of the cemeteries. Yep. So. Yeah. So how does people find you? Like, do you have your own website? You have, I, obviously you're on Instagram. Um, what else do you have? Yeah, so I have, um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook uh, at Pretty and Spooky. And then I'm also on prettyeffinspooky.com is my website. So awesome. I have a blog there as well as my um, investigation request form. Nice. Sweet. Right yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, hopefully that'll, you know, you'll get some uh, extra help from, from some investigations. Yeah. We'd love to hear what you're doing. You know, keep, her, keep, keep us updated for sure yeah absolutely yeah and if you're ever in california hit us up um yeah. yeah we'll we'll love to take you to some some cool spots or whatever and vice versa yes definitely cool well thank you for tuning in everybody listening uh this is the all new reality with pretty f and spooky you can find us at thenewreality11.com that has all of our social media facebook twitter instagram youtubes and all of our podcasts it's october i am terrified not really boo <laughs> all right guys <laughs> see ya.